When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 53rd episode of Kimi and the Bird. I'm Kimi. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the heartbreaking and hopeful Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Here's how our book reviews work. We'll give you a little synopsis about the book, chat about the characters, and give our thoughts on the setting and writing style. And of course, we'll list our favorite things about Once Upon a Broken Heart, and we'll end the episode with a rating of the book. If you'd like to support the podcast, you're welcome to click on the link in the episode description below. We'd be so grateful to have your donations. And now, on to the show. Once Upon a Broken Heart is a YA fantasy told through the eyes of protagonist Evangeline Fox. Now, based on your guys' suggestions, we'll mention that this book has a few kisses or two, but no sex. No, uh, what do I call it? Hanky panky? No, funky. It's something funky. Get down and funky? Get down and funky. There's no get down or funky. None of that. Now, Kami's going to give you the synopsis. I will definitely attempt to. Evangeline Fox has always believed in love and fairy tales, until she discovers the love of her life plans to marry her stepsister. To stop their union, Evangeline does the most dangerous thing. She makes a deal with the merciless Prince of Hearts, otherwise known as Jax. Jax agrees to stop the wedding on one condition. Evangeline owes him three kisses meant to be collected at any time. But while Evangeline believes everything she wants is at hand, she's playing a dangerous game with a dangerous fate without knowing all the rules. Will her love outlast a deadly bargain, or will the Prince of Hearts collect another broken heart? Auntie, my heart broke in. Ow. Ow. The protagonist in Once Upon a Broken Heart is Evangeline Fox. She's an orphaned girl with a lot of love, which makes her both hopeful and hopelessly naive. Though her adventurous and brave spirit might earn her the reputation of being a hero, both Evangeline's lies and kisses come at a price. So what did you think about Miss Evangeline? I think I did. I think I liked Evangeline more than I liked other protagonists in stories because she was so hopeful. Like, a lot of things happened to her that you're like, oh, well, that's that wasn't great. Oof. <laughs> Very much oof. <laughs> The hardest of all oofs. <laughs> but, you know, she, she stays hopeful and she and she still has a lot of vigor for life. You know, she just she just wants to find love. Same. And who doesn't, honestly? Does she go about it the right way? Not necessarily, but I think that's more like a tribute to those who haven't done the smartest decisions in the name of love, you know? So, like, I actually have a little soft spot for Evangeline, even though there are some places where I was like, girl. (laughs) But overall, I liked her. I liked that she was a little naive, but she still stood for herself. And I liked that, you know, she did go after her love and she wasn't afraid to do so. Yeah, she was very passionate Mm -hmm. of a person. And I like that she did kind of have this fairy tale hope for romance and that maybe one day she'd find a great love story for herself. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I relate to that more than I knew. I'm reading a romance book right now to help myself. Um, and that romance book being this book. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, like you said, I did like that she kind of had a positivity to her and and kind of a I want to be a good person uh, aura to her. I think with Evangeline, the only thing I kind of wished for a little bit more was probably two things. Um, I wish she was a little bit more proactive. I felt like sometimes maybe too many things happened to her when I wish she was kind of being the cause of them, um, taking a little bit more charge plot-wise. And then I think the other thing for me, too, is that I did like that she was super good and hopeful, but I do wish that she kind of had the other inclinations to make it harder for her to be that, but that she still chose to be that. Oh, I, I already got that. Oh, so maybe that's kind of more of like a subjective thing. Yeah, yeah maybe. But yeah, overall, I did like her. Yeah, she she's very different because I think – Protagonists nowadays are very cynical, you know, very bitter. Very much like us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's nice to see someone who has gone through hard times but still keeps up their hope. Like, that's like the one word that you can use to describe Evangeline and its hope. In Once Upon a Broken Heart, we also meet Jax, a.k.a. the Prince of Hearts. Rumored to be heartbroken himself, his kiss is deadly to any girl who is not his true love. Worst of all, his callous nature is crueler than his calculated games. To him, love is a weapon, and he doesn't plan to get hurt again. What did you think about Mr. Jax? I think Jax has the characteristics of characters I tend to really like. (laughs) (laughs) In that he's very devious, he seems very cutthroat, he's very much like... um. I can take control of anything and everything's a game to me. But then like he has like his moments of soft, like I'm not even going to say softness because we don't really see that, but his moments of almost softness, (laughs) a step away from connection. (laughs) And it's like, I feel like with his background, the, um, the author definitely could have played into that a little bit more of him having more softness. Or I kind of wish we saw more of the conflict of that. Um, but yeah, like I said, like he has the characteristics of characters I tend to like in that he's kind of like rude at times, but in like a charming way. And just like the, his look, just in general, it's just like, it's the character you like. Yeah. Jax is hot. Yeah. You know, just the basis, just who he is. He's just a hot person. Yeah, sure, he's mean and says that you shouldn't hope and that love is dead, basically, but still hot somehow. Um, We say the same things every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think it's a little hard with Jax because this story is a part of the Caraval universe. I have not read the Caraval series, and so I was going into Once Upon a Broken Heart as a new reader. And so I felt like I kind of got half of who Jax is while in this other series maybe he's a little bit more broadened or humanized or kind of a a deeper character than I than what I saw in this book is he a character in the Caraval series I think he is because I think Donatella is in Caraval and her perspective is one of the perspectives uh that makes so much more (laughs) sense I could be wrong if you've read both series let me know I have to read Caraval now. (laughs) (laughs) And so I felt like there was kind of a part of Jack's missing because that part of him was in the other books. And so I do wish that we kind of got a broader taste of him in this one. But I do like his basis. I think I just wanted one more 
feature or trait to kind of round him out a little bit more. Once Upon a Broken Heart takes place majorly in the Magnificent North, a magical region where love potions, vampires, and dragons are common and enchanting festivals are bound to take place. Though there is awe, you might also discover the dark side to this dreamy wonderland. What do you think about the setting of Once Upon a Broken Heart? I did like the setting because it was kind of that classic magical setting where it kind of felt like Night Circus to me or kind of felt like, um, what's the other one? Oh, it actually kind of felt like The Legend of Holly Claus to me a little bit. Oh. Where it's yeah, kind yeah. of like this wonderlandy, this wintry wonderland that has magic, but then it's also kind of dangerous in a way. And so I did like that had that dreamy quality to it. What about you? I liked that it was just like a general fairy tale place because I think in doing so, Stephanie Garber could put more of like her own fairy tales within without having the boundary of other fairy tales, right? So like she has like a couple in the story that she mentions, like fairy tales of like this universe. And I liked that she had those while also having that fairy tale setting because I really think like, both of those, like, just enhanced the other. Um, I will say the vampires did kind of throw me off a little bit. But I liked the way she took vampires because she did take them more in a fairy tale aspect than she did in more of a angsty, sparkly, I can't choose between these two brothers way. <laughs> and one's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now let's move on to our next topic, writing style. What did you think about the author, Stephanie Garber? Overall, I think I did like Stephanie Garber's writing. She definitely, she's very good at giving that fairy tale vibe. Um, I do agree with what you said before in that the pace wasn't entirely consistent. There were places where it lulled. And since the story kind of started just like right off the bat, like I kind of expected that pace to just keep on through that the entire story. And that's not exactly what happened. Um, and I do think that the ending was a little bit rushed. I was a little bit like a, thrown off guard by it of how quickly it ended. So overall, I, yeah, I do. I do think I did like her writing style. And I think that she definitely gave a voice to the story that I don't think I could see other authors doing. Yeah, I think her writing style was distinct in that it wasn't too overbearing that it felt like this person talking to me, but it very seamlessly integrated itself into the tale and felt like it was a part of the story. So I think writing-wise that the story was really strong. I think plot-wise, it's not that, like, the order of the events I didn't mind, but I thought certain events would happen sooner mm. to kind of build up more to the ending. Yeah. And though I liked the distribution of information overall, I felt like kind of the reveal in the ending could have been layered up a little bit more because I kind of found myself still confused a little bit. Mm. Now, that could just be me <laughs> because I do have a history of being this person of not connecting certain dots. Um, but I, for myself, I do wish that things were a little bit more clear. Um, in that regard. But I think overall she had a really strong voice, really magical writing style, and that uh, it, like her writing is super clean too, if that makes sense. Clean, yes, yes. I did get that feeling as well. 
Now, if you like apples, foxes, Cinderella, the evil stepmother, and rags to riches, Snow White, Alice in Wonderland, pink hair, dresses, cunning princes, blue hair, love potions, magic, royal weddings, kissing, vampires, gods, fate, secrets, and balls. (laughs) (laughs) As in the dancing kind. (laughs) Then maybe you'll like the story. Actually, I feel like this story is a really good September read. Oh, well, actually, yeah. If you like one, like a fall read, like Once Upon a Broken Heart is a really good one for that. Because it has the wintry vibe and the weather's getting colder. Mm-hmm. You might find yourself wishing for a prince of hearts yourself. You might. Or just to go to one of those parties because they actually sounded really great. Yeah, I would like to go to one of the balls. Yeah, that'd be fun. Even just for the food. Or even just to dress up. Like, I just want a pretty dress. Yeah. I just want an activity. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Kami, based on our unique rating scale of 1 to 7, 1 being literal trash and 7 being fangirl mania, of course, what would you rate Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber? You know what? I think because Stephanie Garber's writing style was so clean and I liked the originality of the story and I actually did end up liking both of the main characters, um, I'm going to put Once Upon a Broken Heart between a 5 and a 6. Um, at a 5.3. So that's in the feeling my shelf category. What about you? I think overall, I did really like the story. It did have like those little, little hot scenes. I was like, whoa, you know, to the senses. No sex. No sex, but kisses. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy those scenes. I did feel like the story was strong overall. I do wish that I kind of better connected to the characters. I think I could have been a little bit more enveloped in them. But I do feel like I liked their basis and I did like the world. And I do think Stephanie Garber did a really good job telling the story where it feels unique to her voice and her world. And this world has obviously been enjoyed for a really long time. And so I do think it's nice that if you have read Caraval to kind of see this resurgence of these characters and such. And so because of that, I'm going to give this book a 4.8, which is in between uh, Page Turner, which is four and five, which is Feeling My Shelf. Yeah, you know what? I think I actually did connect with Evangeline because I'm like in a romance mood right now. (laughs) You're looking for a Prince of Hearts? Maybe. I'm just looking for anything. (laughs) Plus, this book has, like, its angsty moments, and I'm definitely in an angst mood right now. Oh, I'm always in an angst mood. Like, like those those little ones, like, the little ones where it's the certain situations that, like, create angst that are really satisfying for some reason. Mm -hmm. Or for me, it's, like, Jax's one-liners. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Thank you so much for joining us on Keeping the Bird for a book recommendation episode about Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. We hope that you'll join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Keeping the Bird. Once more, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on the link in the episode description. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about Once Upon a Broken Heart. And remember, like a library, at Cueing the Bird, shh, happens.